John, who's your pick of the week? I don't know. <laughs> who's playing? This is the Rugby Odds, where an unlikely pundit panel of a wordsmith, a WWE legend, a rugby star, and a supermodel scour the globe, seeking best bets and bad behavior. Are you not entertained? Thank you, 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 thank you. And I, and I do deserve it. I, I do deserve it. But if you look again to the sponsor opportunity green room, you'll see WWE Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield and King Gifte Belu, the inventor of words, preparing diligently yet again for another of the rugby odds. And if you look at our your company name here, Slate, you'll see that we have quite a show ahead of us once again. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get John Bradshaw Layfield and King Gifte Belu in now. All right, so gentlemen, we were rather mortal last week. We weren't. That's right, we're immortal. King and I are immortal. Immortal. I think you yes. might be immoral. I don't know about <laughs> immortal, but it doesn't matter. Collectively, last week. We were 20 and 16, but let's break it down. Let's look at the numbers and find out why we weren't better than we were when we easily could have been better than we were. It's because, A, John single-handedly gave Canada reason to perform very well on the rugby pitch in Ottawa after he insulted Ottawa, calling them the Sri Lanka of the Americas. So what did Canada do? They went out and kicked the snot out of Australia. So guess what? We all picked Australia. And staying with Australia, because John has his nose so far up Eddie Jones's, we all ended up picking Australia. And guess what? Argentina won. So our records collectively could have been a lot better if it wasn't for John Bradshaw Layfield. Ooh, that language is atrocious and not appropriate. Not appropriate. So at all. wrong. So wrong. Yeah. So badly wrong. <laughs> not appropriate. You are appropriate. And and I'm sorry that your vocabulary is not better. That you have to use instead of using descriptive phrases. Oh, you just and colorful language that embellishes the mind, not just tears it down. <laughs> Child. You should watch your mouth with all those f bombs you just dropped. See, see, wow. see this is why. They have to come yet your way. Gift, I'm surprised that you too chiming in with those F-bombs. Okay, now that we got that out of the way and you guys got all your little roars and your, your little antics out of the way, let's get down to the business of the wooden spoon. Now, by definition, it's the person that came in last last week or who came in last or lost the match, right? So the wooden spoon this week, by definition, Gift, unfortunately, management really wants to give it to John, but they have to give it to you. Just by the numbers. Objection. <laughs> Objection. Take it. And yes, it is sustained. Hence, wooden spoon thrown into the pot for cooking. I am That's what thrown. we do. What we do. Thrown. thrown. Now, <laughs> I got a didgeridoo back there, small stray. I'd like to throw it on top of your head, Matt. Bam! I'd like to see you bounce it off your face a few thousand times. How about that? I'd like to Josh Gibson your head. You done? Because now we have to get to the, the nitty gritty. The of, king is not getting the wooden spoon. 
It's already been awarded, and he he indeed accepted it. And your objections were specious at best. Shenanigans. So let's move on to what is basically going to come down to history on the rugby odds, third season, and here we have a moment that is going to be a defining moment in this program. We have the walk of shame, and this is a very difficult walk of shame to see who walks in it exactly because we had such shenanigans last week. So, John, you could very easily get the walk of shame this week because of your insults hurled at Ottawa and Sri Lanka simultaneously and your I mean, ass doing his American and- duty. The champ cannot be held account, cannot be condemned for doing his American duty of letting people know what's up. American duty. You see, in West Texas, coyotes are open season. It's called farming season. You can any time of year you can take them out because they do things to cattle. They hurt farms, hurt crops, hurt ranches. You can do the same thing to Ottawa people because they're varmints. Oh. You know, again. You're not exactly endearing yourself to, to the country of Canada. I'm an American. I'm standing up for America, and I'm standing up for the rest of Canada because the rest of Canada does not like Ottawa. Gift, I don't know why you you, you get in cahoots with this guy. He's just sinking you. It, you're sinking to his level. But those two reasons could have John in the walk of shame. Ottawa is Canada's Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> now you've really done it. And Gift, you won the wooden spoon, which automatically – puts you in contention for the walk of shame. But worse still is that you talked me out of picking Argentina after I tore Eddie Jones apart for all the right reasons, said Argentina always plays Australia tough, and actually mentioned the peel, the banana peel match for Australia. And you gave me this whole blah, 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 blah. He made a terrible reference. So that's another reason why you could be in the walk of shame. But then the the fingers have to point right here at yours truly, the best picker on this show. What what did I do wrong? A, I let you talk me out of Argentina that I knew was going to play well. And secondly, I'm on this panel. So for those reasons, in an unprecedented move, all three of us are in the walk of shame. What? I, I, I feel like I feel like the voting needs to be redone. Obviously, there was malcontent happening in there in the process, and I feel like we need to just get this a revote, all right? Or I have to insurrect. Revote, insurrect. <laughs> and if Gift is that persuasive, can he talk you off the ledge? Perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm very close at this point. Very close yeah. at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like do like a flip into like a sidewalk or something. All right. So let's let's stay on the theme of Eddie Jones and the rugby championship. Do you have, do you two have anything to say in Eddie Jones's defense? Now he lost at home to Argentina, who was 18,000 miles and years away from their homes in Argentina, 18,000 years. What do you got against South American people? <laughs> they play rugby too. They're tough. You see the, they're seeing their pack up front. Those are big grown men. Yep. Maybe they have a good team. You think about that? You are maybe despicable. instead of bashing Argentina, maybe you should say maybe our look Argentina played really I was well. Who's gonna pick Argentina? I'm the only one that what? said they play Australia tough. You just bashed them. Said they're eighteen thousand years behind everybody else in the world. That's not what I said. That is what you that said. That is not what I said. That's what you said. Play the tape back. We will play the tape back. Gift. 
do you have anything that you learned? Do you, do you want to say anything about your your allegiance to Eddie Jones at this point? Look, number one, you know what? Genius takes time. Eddie Jones oh. is the greatest story that Australia has ever had. It speaks volumes to how much Australia have absolutely had barren coffers in their cabinets right now. All right, what? Like they have nothing inside them. They are like an empty coffin with hopes and dreams inside. And Eddie Jones is setting the table for that rise. Number two, Argentina is blessed, all right? We should not keep talking about Argentina as if they're an inferior team. They're a very good team. And if you really believed in them, you wouldn't have been convinced against them. But because you felt it was Argentina of old. And there we go. <laughs> Bam! Bam! How about that? How about you go get in the coffin, Matt? I'm just, I'm dumbfounded by these answers. And these You're dumbfounded, yes. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. Just stop with dumb. Just say, I'm dumb. Nah, I say, yes, we, I yes, am dumb. Are. I am dumb. <laughs> I am very dumb. But John, you were kind of smarty pants because you're the only one that got New Zealand right. You said New Zealand was going to cover at home, whereas Gift, Gift took uh, South Africa with the points. He figured that New Zealand might win, but he still loses on a gambling show. And I lost because I said South Africa was going to win, but they're going to win the next time. On that note, let's take a quick break, and we'll come right back after these words. Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. You need your cleats? You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub. The Pig and Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back. Guys, let's uh, let's stay with what happened in the Americas last week. And I'm not yet talking about the Premier Sevens. I'm talking about the Pacific Four up in John's favorite town, Ottawa. And New Zealand did what we expected them to do. But what we didn't expect is we didn't expect... Team USA to play New Zealand as well as they did. Did we gift? I mean, you know, it was a good second half. You know, give a lot of credit. Uh, they definitely improved from last week. I'll still stick by what I said. The women's 15 team is not the same unless the sevens players are part of it. And uh, th those are closers there. That is a team that's the difference between a run-of-the-mill team and a championship contender. So big kudos. I also probably give it that the Black Fern since they basically already had known that they were going to win the entire thing. Oh, anyway. Here you are just disparaging Team USA at every opportunity. They play them tougher than any of the other teams. I appreciate them, but I got high expectations. They set the bar for me in the beginning. All right. They came in at the fifth team at one point in time. And now I need them to get back to that again. I, COVID's over. <laughs> COVID is over. You just named the, all, the, bla the Black Ferns as the all-time best team ever. And yes. Team USA played them within 17 points. There was a point when play, Team USA played them within less than that. All right? Why? Because they what, had our 1924 in the Olympics? No, 2017. <laughs> yeah, way to be relevant, Matt. You go right along with Gift. 
destroy is too kind a word. <laughs> That's what you said last week. And they didn't destroy them, did they? They weren't with, they almost lost by 20 points. But with the spread was 40. You don't know. Because I asked you for 40 points if we were going to bet. You're bald head. You're making oh. that up. You are, you are, you know what? Well, every time you two are wrong, you try to spin something. Well, it's not going to work here anymore. No longer. spin. There's no spin. Nope. This isn't the laundry all machine, right. all right? We keep let's, it straight facts. Let's spin to the Australia versus Canada match then, fellas. John, you said Canada was going to get absolutely annihilated in that ridiculous town they call Ottawa. That's an exact quote. Yes. And if you're in Ottawa, would you not be mad? Those women came out mad. Yeah. Because they were in Ottawa. It inspired them. Gift, you too. I mean, the two of you are supposed to know this stuff. Canada was the number three team in the country, in the world at one point in time, and it looked like they're still number four or five. You know what? That's what they do. All right, Canadians is why we have to constantly make sure that they remember where their place is in comparison to the U.S. Because we let them free too much, and then they start doing things, and we can't have that for us outside the Americas. Of course, go do what you got to do, and they let Australia Bunch of know. Bullshit. <laughs> Bam. Bam! What one a American bunch team of... has to at least take out one of the South Pacifics. That's all I'm saying. All right. You know what? Let's let's stay with the South Pacific now that you bring it up and go back to the rugby championship for the upcoming matches. They're taking a week off, but what matches we have ahead of us? We have get 59,000 fans in Johannesburg for South Africa versus Argentina. Do you think they're going to sell the place out? Oh. Yeah, probably, because, again, it's the rugby championships. Argentina got another win, and uh, everyone wants to see it. And that's what happens when the South Africans are being asked about South Africans filling up Johannesburg and not Argentinians flying over to fill up Johannesburg. So, yeah. But if Buenos Aires people had more money, I would assume that they would do it because Argentina is very competitive and has a chance to Right, you know, I, it's it's impossible to ask just a simple question here on this show, ladies and gentlemen. You you see that, right? Let Let's turn it over to the other one, John. You've been very excited about some of those crowds down in South Africa. Are you Are you looking forward to this match, or what do you think? Absolutely, I think they're awesome. Argentina's got a great front pack. I mean, these guys are big, tough rugby players. It's going to be a good game. But you got to understand, South Africa did not play some of their players resting up for New Zealand when they played uh, Australia. And Australia played pretty much neck and neck with Argentina. I don't think Argentina is going to get within seven, 10 points of them. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be very, very physical. But you got to tune in to watch these big wings out of, out of South Africa. These guys are monsters, absolute monsters. It'll be a fun game to watch, but I think South Africa wins this. All right. We're not and I think the atmosphere is going to be off the charts. And then – at the Melbourne Cricket Grounds, this is what's intriguing to me. Melbourne Cricket Grounds is a great venue. They love it, but it's in Melbourne. And Melbourne is an AFL, Aussie Rules football uh, city. But this is a big, big moment in Melbourne history in terms of the Wallabies because they're hosting in Melbourne at the Melbourne Cricket Grounds, which, which holds 100,000 for the All Blacks. This is one that I, I would love to be at that 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 match because Melbourne is such a great sports city. It's a walkable town. It's a great town. It's got great culture, and it's near one of the oceans. Do you know what ocean it's near, John? 
I haven't been to Melbourne since I sold it out. <laughs> flex, flex, baby, flex. Bam, <laughs> bam, bam. So then, smarty pants, you know what oceans to the south of it, right? Of course I do. What is it? It's surrounded by the Arctic Ocean to the south. That's what you go toward Australia because no. that's where Shackleton left to go to Australia. Okay, well, the Southern Ocean is now officially an ocean, and it is between Australia and what that got to the do Arctic with Ocean. You do. That, the point is that I'm proving that you don't know something. TikTok videos. What the, <laughs> that got to do with you? Anything. Didn't know it. What other useless information do you want to tell us? Nobody cares. You didn't know it. It's not a, who named it an ocean? You. I need to see paperwork on this. Yeah. All right. Google it. Gift. Gifty Google. Every everything is true on Google. <laughs> oh, you don't believe that the Southern Ocean's a real ocean? But no, I just I, don't believe you. I believe that they probably named it. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am telling the truth on this one, and I had to learn the lesson the hard way in a bar in Melbourne where I bet the guy. And I had to do an upside down chug when I lost. So yeah, uh, it is an ocean in your faces. We'll be right back. Fun. It's just flying by the time, right, guys? So, don't you wish we had more time? Excellent. Let's go to the NRL. Let's go to Rugby League. And uh, we, we had a pretty good week last week in Rugby League. And uh, we hope to continue to build on that success to make you people some money at home. And, John, your Broncos uh, continue to provide some cash for you. And they got a big game this week. Yep. And I'm taking all my money. All of it. And I'm putting it on the Broncos. They fight my buddy. He's my mate now, Russell Crowe. They're fighting Russell Crowe's team, the Camel Toes. And they are going to beat the Camel Toes. Because I'm betting all my money on it. John, every single time you bring him up and you bring his team up, you insult the team's name, which is the Rabbitohs. You call them the Camel Toes. And you, you make fun of Russell Crowe being fat. I know. I do not make fun of Russell Crowe being fat. He is larger. He's my mate. I love Gladiator. Okay. All right. But you have an odd way of pull my command, unleash hell. <laughs> what he said when he's in the Germanic territories and right before they get in that big battle. Yeah. Oh man. They whooped all kinds of ass. Then he got kidnapped. Then he got tricked. Then he got home and bad things happened to his family. Then he went to the Coliseum. He turned into a legend. They're chanting his name. And then he killed the emperor. Bam. Bam. 
Yeah. He said, there was once this vision of Rome. Let it become a reality. I want to Joaquin Phoenix you in the Gladiator. Gift, who do you like in the NRL this week? Speaking of the Gladiators, Joaquin Phoenix, amazing. All right. So to do that is to make him an amazing actor and person. All right. Now, if you want to take the character, that's a whole other thing. All right. The character died. Joaquin Phoenix rises like the Phoenix. Boom. And in terms of the NRL, we're going to continue on because the Knights are about to go take on the Storm. And you know what? Unfortunately, unlike nighttime, nighttime is not the greatest time for storm time because that's whenever it blows the hardest. And this is what the storm is going to do. Once again, they are going to go through and turn out those nights. All right. Clean them dry. Make them out. Take them down. Okay. So you're taking the storm. Taking the storm. All right. You're taking the storm. What he just said. The twist. He said a lot. He said a lot. And there were some twists in there. So I just want to make sure we got it right on camera. So that so nobody can keep using AI nonsense. So we don't have to show video of you saying something on camera that you said you didn't say. Same video. See, see, that's why I know it was AI. That same video. Can we go to that video of him? Lies. Lies. Please. Let's just show that video of him again. San Diego to win. San Diego to win. I have this. So desperate that he's laying on his face. Picking AI, <laughs> AI, fake news. I'm going to go with a little bit more of a practical approach to this, and I'm going to say the Panthers, all but one match of their last nine have won, and now they're facing the Bulldogs at home. The Panthers are at home, that is. And I think the Panthers are going to annihilate the Bulldogs this week. Bet it, put the mortgage on it, and your car payment, because John will back it up if I lose the pick. All right. Uh, any general observations on the rugby so far this summer? John? Yeah, New Zealand uh, may be the one that wins the World Cup. I mean, those guys are also South Africa. They, they outclassed them. They, now, South Africa, I agree with you. They're, they're putting their team together. New Zealand was wanting to make a statement. They made a statement, and it was a powerful statement. If I was Ireland and France, I would be very wary going into the World Cup. Well, there was some news about Ireland. You mentioned Ireland. Johnny Sexton got handed a three-game ban, but it won't keep him out of the Rugby World Cup. It'll keep him out of the out of three of the warm-up matches that are going to happen just prior to the Rugby World Cup, which we'll be talking about on this show in the coming weeks. But you knew, you just knew World Rugby wasn't going to ban him from a, a World Rugby match. And even though he's 38, he is arguably the best leader of a good team in the world. And his first match back with the Rugby World Cup couldn't be a better one. It's against Romania. Hey, the first game, uh, September 8th, is New Zealand versus France. It, that is going to be awesome. Yeah, that's that's two of the best teams in the world. You know, depending I'm going to be there. No, you'll be, you'll be here doing this show. You're not going anywhere. It's in your contract. Nope. Well, we'll have to talk about that off camera. Gift, uh, while we're determining whether he can go overseas or not, he just mentioned your your friend, your French boys versus the New Zealand squad opening that up. Is that too much to handle in the first round for these two, in the first match for these two teams? I mean, look, you got to come out with a bang. And honestly, France is going to need to have this wake up call. Regardless of whether or not they win, it's not going to be completely relevant. But if they don't be able to take something from it immediately, both of them, that's what's going to make the difference. If you don't clean up the rest of that pool, it, it means nothing. But France better be on watch. 
Choke jobs do not work whenever you're at home. Harsh critics at uh, Stade Francais. <laughs> do you come out guns blazing if you're New Zealand and or France in that one? Or do you say, all right, it's, this is not necessarily a sprint? I mean, you know, if you want to just, you know, be terrible for the series and not have good tone and set, then yeah, no, you don't come out guns blazing. Just oh. hold off. Make sarcasm, sure I guess. Nice that was good. sarcasm. Snarky little sarcasm <laughs> from Brazil. Yeah, but if you have character like King A. Balo, you come out guns blazing. Boom. Well, wait, That's wait how we do. Wait a minute. You're not in Brazil right now, are you? Don't worry about it. All right. No, you're I in am, you're in New Jersey. No, no, all right. Where don't worry I about it. Be at the time it needs to be done. He's in New Jersey, so he he's said back not to, to worry about sarcastic it. Jersey boy self. He said not to worry about it. All right. Let's move on. We're almost out of time, so it's time for Picks of the Week. Don, Pick of the Week. Before I get my pick, big salute. Come on, allez-vous, to the under-20 French team that beat uh, your Irish team, even though you're actually English, but uh, be sound. <laughs> Congratulations to those French boys. It says a lot about what a team that's coming up to the French team, and I am picking right now. I'm taking the Sharks at home to beat the manly Oklahoma Sea Eagles. All right. And, and ladies and gentlemen, you, uh, you French players over there, you just got a hell of a salute from a WWE hall of famer there. I hope you appreciate it and take your, take your, uh, nose out of your cheese for a while. Gift. Who's your hey, pick? Well, what was that way? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what kind of Franco folk comment is that? <laughs> whoa, 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 the king and I don't play that way. Nick no, right? nose is out of your fromage for a moment. That's a great American salute for you. Gift, your pick of the week. Oh, the shames, the shames. Uh, the pick of the week this week is going to go to the USA U-20s, all right? Taking on Scotland and Zimbabwe this weekend, this week. And they're going to both. Take them both. Actually, they, they probably will lose to Scotland. But they're going to take out Zimbabwe and keep it close to Scotland as they continue to make their way through the uh, Rugby World Trophy U-20s. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with the Dragons versus the West's Tigers in the NRL, a, a battle of the two two of the world. Well, the two bottom feeders in the, in the in the league. I think the Dragons win this one in a tight one. And on that note, guys, we are basically out of time. So plugs, gift. Singapore to Tokyo any way we can. Uh, documentary where we get to go see Asia and up to the Rugby World Cup in Japan. Why? Because you got the Rugby World Cup coming up in Paris, and there's a lot of parallels that go along with it, including people doing what they need to do. So check it out. John, plugs? Hey, yes, I got some plugs. Singapore to Tokyo, watch this damn thing. All right, what are you people doing out there? Watch it. It's awesome. Also, check out Memphis Inner City Rugby. Go on there, look up this group, see what they're doing, and see what can be done with people that kids at risk using rugby. It's a wonderful organization. Shane Young, Devin O'Brien do a wonderful job down there with their entire staff. I'm going to plug two things. I'm going to plug the Can-Ams in Lake Saranac slash Lake Placid, a great tournament. If you like to swim in, a, in beautiful, pristine lakes, have a good time. Just go for that. But there's also great rugby there. And check out Cam Moody on MLR Weekly this week telling you about it. It's a great, great tournament. And I'm also going to plug Old Pair in America, Mama Lewis's company. And Gift, you know all about it because you met your wife through it. So thank you, Mama Lewis. 
On that note, we are out of time. I want to thank the WWE Hall of Famer, John Bradshaw, King Gifte Beilu, the inventor of words. Thank you for tuning in. Please check out our other programs, including the MLR Weekly Show, the College Rugby Wrap-Up. Hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Sign up for our weekly newsletter. And please join our American Red Cross Blood Dome team.